Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Callista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. Hello, Jennifer. Oh my gosh, we're podcasting. We are podcasting. What the heck, man? Well, you know, you were sick. Yeah. It was, I was just like, if you guys are wondering what I have been doing, absolutely nothing. (laughs) She's been sick, 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 sick. So, yeah, these procedures I was having kind of sucked and they just took, took all my energy. I have like, I had no motivation to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I like just sat. I read fanfic. I think that's all I did. <laughs> that is valid. For like a month. So, so like the reason why we have a podcast is like ninety nine percent my fault. So, but there's no. I I'd say there's a lot. A lot of it is due to what is there really to talk about? Well, honestly. 2020 blows. I mean, <laughs> it's like, it's a weird year. It's a weird it's year. So weird. Like <laughs> every time I get on Twitter, I'm just like like one eye open as I open it because it's like my main news feed, and I'm like, oh god, who died? Who did something horrible? Like it's just every day. You saw who died today. I saw. So they found. Sounds like they found Naya. Oh, did they? Near, I missed they that one. Jeez. I know. They found a body. Oh, so God. that's awful. That is well, awful. Well, I feel so terrible because people were just like in this panic. Like, you guys need to search the land. Like, she made it to land somehow or she was kidnapped or something. And because, like, the search was taking so long. And as a person who is from the land of 10,000 lakes I can assure you the visibility in a lake is well yeah it depends on the lake like Lake Tahoe is one thing it's a very clear lake but that lake looked pretty darn sandy and muddy so it was basically it's basically a man-made lake so what they said was like it's it's like trees and debris and you can see like two feet ahead of you so I'm actually kind of blown away that they found something this quickly so hopefully that brings her family you know some, some closure yeah that's just can... so terrible when we first saw the news i was like my god is that cast cursed i mean you kind of wonder about it and she literally i think she, she died within days of cory monty's uh day so i mean and what a freak I mean, how many of us have gone out on a lake and just jumped in? You know what I mean? With no life vest. Like, I can't even begin to imagine what the heck happened. It had to be something, just a complete freak accident. Oh, it's just heartbreaking, that poor boy. Well, I was just like, I mean, 
somebody was I can't forget who, but they're like, well, he's four, so hopefully he won't. Yeah, but remember. like that's that's when you first start remembering shit, and that's yeah, that's really like, formative that's like first memory. <laughs> I was like, we really need to not remember mommy jumping into the lake as our first memory. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Like, oh, oh my god. So there's that, and there's then that. Kelly Kelly Preston. Preston died of breast cancer which nobody knew she was fighting it they kept it a secret so it, you know it came I am as a like, shock listen you know how i am about my medical privacy i was all in favor of that I'm oh like, yeah oh, yeah no that's yeah. totally understandable but yeah. it was just shocking it was like kelly know, preston like, she's not very like, old what, what happened know. you know like, oh my gosh she's 57 57 years old that's which is way too young way too young way too young just and the last, the last I would have expected, honestly. Basically, and then what else has happened? Um, well, there was a lynching in my neighborhood with George Floyd. Oh, jeez! And, and the entire fam- the entire country, and basically the world erupted. So yeah, yeah, thanks, yeah. Thanks, it's... Minnesota. Things are going. <laughs> hey, you know you're pioneers. Okay. Oh, I was like, of course, this is what we get on the news for. I'm like, oh my God. So, yeah, everybody's still pretty upset about it. I'm livid. It's so, just, you it's know, shitty. sometimes the only way anything changes is when people get mad. Yeah. You I know, mean, and- when we're comfortable and sassy and and yeah. content with our lives, nothing, nothing will change. So that's why I keep trying to remind myself. I'm like, okay, it's really kind of scary and, and unstable, I'm but like such a mess. Maybe, maybe something good will come out of this. You know, I just, Jesus Christ. Anyhow, basically, that's all you can hope for. Is yeah. Really, that you know, that some change is gonna. I mean, they're they're re. I mean, they're Minneapolis is looking into defunding the police. I don't. I think for sure if if they don't defund it there's at least going to be some you know uh changes made to police policy and hopefully some legislation but it's still it's still it's it's, it's a big mean that any of this had to happen you know it's a big tangly ugly icky mess mess um and then steven said some stupid shit about it so. Well, listen, okay, and this, this brings us to the drama from this last weekend, because there was some yeah. drama. Um, there have been some, <laughs> some polls going around, and I knew the minute I saw the poll for favorite cast member, best cast member, oh, I was yeah. like, oh, oh this, yeah, is, this isn't, this isn't, this, this, this is going to stir up some shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I knew Emily would be number one. It's just like, there's not even a question, but I was like, oh, but the steve thing and yeah. i admit i voted in it and i know who i voted for i voted too and i know who i didn't vote for same <laughs> and here's the thing steve came in number two and i just i tweeted just like, like a fuck people Come i know on, i know, I, know. I i i tweeted a thing just going well no because no. oh i had a david ahead of you david that, that's about... the problem i have like okay if you're gonna like a lot of people were saying, oh, but we need to honor him because of all he's done for the show, blah, 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 No, blah, no, blah. you just no, you no. vote for Oliver Queen for best male yeah, well, that's, and that, and that Which I absolutely did. But right, that's what, <laughs> how that fixes that. It's like, no, no, it's Oliver Queen that we love. But, but here's the thing. It's like, but putting him as best cast member ahead of David 
as somebody mm-hmm. who has met both of them in person to put yeah Steve as a better cast member and no David I'm no like, oh yeah I say no. this as a person I say this as a person who's had no great no. interactions with Steven there's absolutely Steven on his best day pales <laughs> in comparison to David Ramsey right and it's like and when you start bumping him back to three and you're like but ahead of Cat McNamara it's like it keeps getting bumped you're back you're like oh I know you come after Cat too I met her she is pure delightful yeah exactly and it's just like mm. but you know what at the end of the day it is a very personal choice like it's some a people very personal decision people do, some people don't have the same problem with steve that we do so it's like okay fine right if he's if he's your number one go with god you know but i just don't just dis- i don't i just don't agree well i was already in a rage over the george i mean literally my backyard was on fucking fire and you know there was a lynching in my backyard and uh, Minnesota, Minneapolis is taking their sweet ass time with arresting the cops, so and charging them with anything. So I just, I mean, everybody was on edge and furious and upset. So you know, when his podcast came out, I was like, "Do I say something? Don't I say something?" Because you know, you and I are like, "All right, we're just gonna like move on from him because." you know he's not because he he just doesn't he's just not it for us anymore right but it was also getting to the point where i his comments were so offensive that yeah it's like if we stayed silent it it could be conceived as we were in agreement with him so i was like i no 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 we're over here (laughs) yeah i was like so i listened to it because i was like before i comment on it i need to listen to it right i'm like yep after i listen to it now i'm gonna fucking comment on it because it was just like if you want to know the i feel like the good but here's some good that come out can come out of it. If you are a white person, it's an excellent example of, of what, what not, not to, say. to say. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like almost textbook. So if you're like, oh, I'm white, and I just like, how do I like address my privilege? You can watch Steve's podcast and just take some notes about do the opposite of that. Shouldn't say. <laughs> yeah. So, just don't don't do that. Right. Okay, you're good. So I think that. And obviously, I tweeted about it, and that set a lot of people off just from, like, unfollowing. And I'm like, listen, if you are in agreement with Steven and what he feel said. Feel free to unfollow. Feel free it's to fine. unfollow me. We do not have, you a, know, the we're sh- not sharing the same position. The show is over. There's literally no reason to keep following each other if we disagree with each other on fundamental Right. Levels. It's like, you know. It's fine. It's cool. You can find my <laughs> reviews anytime you want. You don't need me anymore. So it's cool, you know. Go with God. Go with God, my friend. It's been fun. <laughs> But yeah, it was bad. It was really, really bad. So it was yeah. just, it's a culmination of like the whole George Floyd thing, protests, Stephen, my health. It was just kind of like this one. There was just a lot. There just wasn't. Of- and what are we going to talk about? Like, gee, I sat on my porch and watched a bird fly by today. But you like, know? also, <laughs> you're doing some really lovely decorating, Calista Wolf, and I'm just super well, excited about it. This has been an excellent opportunity for us to do things in our house that we might have put off. Right. But like, now that done. he's home, it's like, why not do it? So, you know, I gotta say, Kyle is like really motivated, which is amazing. Well, he. He 
here's here's my my blessed husband. He thinks he's introverted like I'm introverted. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he's not. First and I I nobody is introverted like you're introverted. No. And it's it's like he and he admitted yesterday when we were sitting in a, a drive-through line. And <laughs> he's like, you know, when I was really little, I was very extroverted and it was social interactions like in school and such that made him turn introvert and i was like okay let's see that's the difference because i have never been extroverted a day in my life and and he is he does like to have activity and be out and leave yeah. the house and talk to people and right. being separated from his coworkers has been hard for him I bet he has to um, and he can't just sit in the house. He has to go on walks. He takes walks twice a day, usually dragging me with him. Now that it's warmer, I'm like, OK, no, if, Peace <laughs> out, if man. the temperature is over this, I'm not going with you. You're on your own. <laughs> you know? Seriously, though. But, um, but no, and he likes to and he wants to run out to the store. We've made I can't even tell you how many times since March that we've gone to Home Depot. Is like, he like one of these that are like when, go- He'll go to like he'll go to like the grocery store for like one banana just so yeah. like he can like make multiple just be trips out. to the grocery store. Right. Yeah, that's my that's my father. And, and it's like <laughs> he but like back when like Home Depot was one of the only stores open, we were like constantly at Home Depot with our masks on and everything. And, <laughs> like Home Depot. He saved our sanity. We were we were at Home Depot buying something for this project, buying something for that project. And so Going to Home Depot is a way to get out of the house. And if you go to Home Depot, you got to have a project. And they're like, hey, there's stuff we need to do in the house. And when I'm not working, because a lot of times he'd finish his work from home. Like when people go to work, they usually only do a couple hours worth of work while they're at work. Yeah. The rest of it is is dicking around, you know. And- oh, my God. It is so much dicking around in the office. Like, as a person who works from home and who also used to work at a corporate center. They're not working for eight straight hours, fam. No. Okay? There, there's your bagel runs. There's your eight coffee runs. Exactly. Never any meetings where nothing so, like, gets decided. He'll work for a couple hours in the morning, and then he'll work on a project, and then he'll work for a couple hours, and then the project. You know, it's like. So this has been what it's been like here since March. And so like, yes, my room is painted and I have a feature wall. We have a barn door. It's a barn door. I was so excited. I mean, I like, it's hard for me to decide if I like the shiplap or the barn door, but really your whole house is going to just be like a Pinterest board. It's going to be the best. (laughs) (laughs) So excited. We have so many plans. It's ridiculous. (laughs) we've done up our whole backyard we're like oh my god it's been i have run out of walls in my house i've decorated (laughs) like almost everything except our basement but that's not finished yet so i have to wait till like 2021 before that gets finished so like (laughs) i i am like so sad with the lack of decorating i've actually moved on to the to our yard yeah, well, see, that's what you do, though. But right, we've done I'm we've like, done a little bit of that too. We're like out in the backyard. We're like, okay, right. we're gonna get a fire pit, and now we're gonna get chairs to sit around the fire pit, and now we have to get lights to hang off the pergola. Yeah, like I mean, we have our porch that's and it's beautiful, but like we have no land. Like we haven't done any landscaping other than what the builder had done, and we are like it's seven years <laughs> we've been in this house. 
I finally just asked my husband, like, what's the deal? He's like, what do you mean? Like, are we staying here? Are we moving? I was like, we need to make a determination. And he's like, why? Of course we're staying. I'm like, because we're literally the only people in the neighborhood who haven't landscaped the rest of the house. He's like, oh, yeah. So then, like, we have this big hill. So he made, like, a retaining wall. Oh, nice. It's so gorgeous. I love me a retaining wall. I know. My husband's like, Nick's really handy. So is Kyle. Like, Did you isn't know it a Kyle blessing? was handy when you got married? Not, well, I, I think I knew. Like, he's always been very capable. Like, I'd yeah. see him with his truck. Like, he had this old, old-ass truck when that we first met. And, like, something, like, would go wonky with his truck. And he'd just, like, handle it. And I'm like, you don't he have to take it. it to yeah. a shop? And he's mm-hmm. like, no, I know how to do this. So, like, I think I kind of knew. But, Jen, isn't it, like, the most wonderful thing to have a handy husband? It really fucking is. I gotta be honest, You guys, save so much it's money. One of the main, it's one of the main arguments I would make to get married. And everyone's like, oh, Jen, women can do their own. Th-. Listen, I know I could do it. I know I could learn. But I, I don't know have I to. could fix the sink if I had to. Okay? It's wonderful but I don't not to have want to. to do any of that shit. No, I don't either. That's what he's here for. So he can do it. No, well, I kind of was like a little, like when we first got married, I was a little distrustful of him. <laughs> well, my, was, hus- my, my dad wasn't very handy. Well, and he yeah. thought he was. Yeah, my dad was handy, but like in a way where he didn't, he didn't enjoy it. Yeah. So it was kind of like he would do stuff, but he didn't enjoy it. So Nick is handy, and he also enjoys it. Yeah. So I was very distrustful in the beginning of our marriage. Like, do you I know like, how to do this? just call somebody. Like, yeah, it was like I thought he was going to be like Tim the Tool Man, you know? It's like, I was like, we could just call somebody to fix it. He used to get really offended. He was like, oh, yeah, they get so I mad. Because Are you doubting my ability? Yes. It's like, it was like I was totally <laughs> doubting his manhood. And like yes. that doesn't go over well. It's like, me. well, gosh, back before we moved and Kyle was like working, working, working all the time, all the time working. And he didn't have any time to do anything. I knew he could do it, but right. he didn't have time. And there were things right. that needed to happen. Right. Fences that needed to be fixed. You know, all this stuff. I'm like, why don't we just hire somebody? Mm-hmm. to come do it because you're you're busy and he's like, like i said that to it. you like, like eight million like, times like but I you're would... not yeah <laughs> <laughs> so that's why this is nice now he's home and it's he's doing this stuff nice. and i'm like oh my gosh look at how much stuff is getting done it's it wonderful. is it's super nice <laughs> well yeah well so because like nick gets like he gets like manic he's like he He's one of these where he always needs to be doing something. Yep. Same Kyle. Same Kyle. I'm like, I don't understand that. It's hard for me to understand because I'm really good at doing nothing. Same. Consecutively (laughs) for multiple days. One could even say for months. And I don't understand the need to like be active. No. And get shit done. No. No, I don't either. I just am like, you know. We don't need clothes, right? Nobody needs laundry. Like, we're good. Like, I was actually, this is, like, the level of, like, zero fucks given I was at after all these procedures. Like, my daughter came downstairs and she's like, Mom, I don't have any more clean underwear. And I was, like, legitimately considering just buying her underwear. Just, like, Amazon and the shit out of it and just buying her a fuck ton of underwear. Instead of doing so I didn't have to do laundry. It was really pretty fucking close. 
I think I ended up, I did end up buying her more underwear, but then I eventually did laundry. Because I was like, I know that you have at least probably two weeks of clothes in there. Because I love to shop for her. It's like having my very own Barbie doll. Like, she's the cutest. <laughs> she just lets me dress her, and she'll pretty much wear whatever I for whatever for, I for really introverted folks like this, this quarantine stuff is a piece of cake. Oh my god, I love it! I mean, I don't love I don't love COVID, obviously. No, no. We hate I don't COVID. love all the bad things that are happening, but, like, this whole let's just stay at home. It's wonderful. It is like, wonderful. It's, it's, it's I, I understand there are people that are having a really hard time with it. Yeah, I get you guys are ready to claw off the wall. I and, am not But I came up with this landscaping thing because Nick had his hours cut. So yeah. he had Friday off. And I was like, okay. And he was like starting he to He needs get to have time. something to do. I was like, yeah. I was, or else I was going to murder him in sleep. And I would like to not go to jail. So I was like, hey, let's work on the landscaping. And it, I meant it as like a, a multi-month project, something for him to tinker with. Right. He finished this retaining wall in like two weeks. I'm like, dude, <laughs> that wasn't the point. The point was for you to like. You just need to thing. have another project now. Right. It was like a thing that you could be like doing, and he's like, well, no, I gotta get it done. I gotta get it done. I was like, you're insane. Oh, also my dog died, you guys. That was the other sad yeah, thing. Yeah, I remember. That was sad. I know. I, and I don't know if people, like, who have... I'm Obviously, I tweeted about it. But, yeah, if you're a listener of the podcast, my sweet Rusty. He just had cancer. Well, you know, he was a really... I mean, he was actually in really pretty good shape, minus the hips. So, uh... But he had stopped eating, so he took but him But sometimes back. they just... They, they get so old. He was, it was just time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Once he stopped eating, we were like, okay, that's, there's nothing that Doug loved more than food. So we're like, really with his, his last joy is taken from him. So he had, they, they didn't test it, but he had lymphoma. So, but he was like in good shape. Um, so we could take him home for a day. So that was really nice. The treat box was wide open. He was just like, oh, my God, what is going on? Mom is handing out peanut butter sandwiches like crazy. Dad's on the floor snuggling with me. What the fuck? He just kept giving me these look like, seriously, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, it's fine. It's all It's like fine. I'm getting a little nervous. can't talk about what's going on, Rusty. Yeah, but it was brutal. I had been trying yeah. to, like, tell, like, because this is Nick's only pet, his first dog, okay? Yeah, it's and hard. I, it's hard. And I was like, you know, he he's like, it'll be, I kind of, like, tried to warn him over the years. Because there was, at certain points during, I would say, the entirety of Rusty's life that we had him dead at, like, five or six times. Like, seriously, <laughs> the fact that this dog lived to 13 and a half years, I'm like, we're completely blown away. We don't know how that happened. He had epsil epilepsy. He, I mean, it was just, he outlived all the other dogs and he was lazy and cranky and he overate and he had epilepsy. And we were like, I don't know how he lived this long. So I tried to like warn my husband, like, it's going to be brutal if you have to put him down. And he's like, I'll be fine. He's just a dog. I'll be fine. You know, like that manly kind yeah, of. Yeah, it's or, never or, just or, fine. Yeah. So he comes back from putting him down. And he was just like, oh, my God, that was horrible. I was like, well, not for Rusty. He's like, no, no, Rusty was fine. He had another peanut butter sandwich and off he went. I was like, that's, you know, that's a good way to go. We would all be so lucky. But no, Nick was like, I'm just like freaking devastated. Like, has he, has Nick never watched Marley and me? Well, that's 
like, how do you not know this is where it's going to go? Because Lauren makes us watch all these pet movies. That I'm not allowed are... to watch those. those I've, are... I've outlawed them with her after he's after he died because I was like, I can't handle it. Like, it's you just, mommy needs some grieving time. So, no, I, I, I watched Marley and Me once and I was like depressed for weeks afterwards. I can't the watch. The book is sad enough. I mean, the book is really good, but oh, so sad. It's basically Rusty was Marley. It was really, he was just kind of like lovable but got himself into quite a number of fixes a lovable menace it was kind of a lovable mess so and he really was people are like oh oh he was such a sweet dog and i was like he really wasn't like i appreciate that you guys are saying this but he was actually really crabby and he liked me nick and lauren and everyone else could kind of go fuck themselves so he was just kind of like he was for a golden retriever he was really cranky and, like, it was, so, like, when, when my sister was, like, you know, calling me, she was like, yeah, people are saying he was such a sweet guy. She's like, no, he was really pretty crabby all the time. I was like, I know. And it was like, we loved that about him, that he was grumpy. He was a little bit, his personality was a little bit like Garfield. Yeah. It was kind of like that. You know what I mean? So, but he was, he was a good dog. He was very protective. He kept watch over all of us. He was good at being a dog. He was really good at being a dog. Well, and then, you know, I kind (laughs) of had to, Lauren kind of feels she's been pushing us to get another dog. And I'm like, I don't know. So we'll see. That's the big debate. Do we get another dog or don't we? You know, I always think of the um, John Mulaney skit when he's talking about his dog, Petunia. And he says, you know, we'll, we'll tell her she's a bad dog. You're bad at being a dog. And I, for some reason, that made me laugh so much. It's so funny. That I, we say that to our dog all the time. We tell her she's a bad dog. Bad she's bad being a dog. dog. <laughs> <laughs> You're bad at being a dog. Like, but she is bad at being a dog because all she does is lay on the sofa and she's scared to death of the cat. Which, I don't know, maybe that's good. I mean, I would be scared I, to death of the cat, so I think the that's cat is The cat is such a fucking bully. Oh my so god. Many cats so are. Mean. I see so many YouTube videos of cats beating the shit out of dogs three well, it's just like, size. But no, sometimes they don't even have to beat the shit. They just have to like get in their way and like be between the dog and where the dog wants to go. Aww. And the dog is just like scared. Like I'm not gonna Aww. I can't go near. And I'm like, this is mean. Would you just move and let the poor dog go? Asshole cat. <laughs> so I'm constantly kicking him out of the way, like, move, go. Poor dog, she's blind. Oh. She can't see you, but she knows also, you're there. How crazy is it that your dog has outlasted my dog? Well, I don't know. Pup isn't that old. She's well, just Pup blind. No. I she's, feel like the blindness was she's, like she's pretty goddamn blind. <laughs> She's adapted. <laughs> she's pretty goddamn blind. She's like about eight years old now, so she's not oh, that old. She's not that old. No, I but she like that went really fast then for her to be. I thought she was like ten, ten or eleven. I don't she's know. Like maybe maybe she's older than that. I feel like eight's really young to be blind for a dog. Maybe she's still. How I old feel is like she? She's older. Maybe she's nine. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want no. She's older than that. Holy shit! I'm such a moron. That's how old the cat is. There we go. Jesus oh, Christ! Is, like she's the same age as Liam. Oh yeah. Okay. And Liam just turned fourteen. 14. Okay. I, Jesus I Christ! Say, I said this is what happens when you get old people. Your I, brain yeah, just stops. Trust me, guys, just don't. 
Just don't age don't, over 40. Don't get old. It's, it's unpleasant. <laughs> We're all, I'm headed that direction too. I don't remember anything. I'm just like, well, I can remember the episode that Elicity first did such and such and such, <laughs> but I can't remember how old my dog is. Jesus Christ. Listen, guy has priorities in life. Uh, just take me on back and shoot me. It's okay. Well, so Lauren was a little, so we were kind of hoping Rusty would live through COVID, but that didn't happen. And so Lauren was like feeling kind of bad. Like she didn't, she was like, I just feel like I didn't play with him enough. And I was like, he wouldn't play with you. Like he like wouldn't like, it was like, I was, she was like having this whole revisionist History of their yeah, like we could have gone out and played ball. It's like that wouldn't happen. You would be like, no, we're not doing that. Like I was like, you tried. I I was like, well, I said it's not really her. It's not either of their fault. It's me and Nick's fault because when we brought her home, she was so little, and he was such he was such a lunatic. I cannot begin to describe what an insane person my dog was. He was ninety pounds of puppy and pure muscle so just put that combination together and just imagine the destruction he was capable of he ate walls you guys like actual holes in walls he's a menace he was insane so i was very scared that he was going to kill my baby that i spent three months in a NICU with so he was never like we trained him to like be very still around her and like you know, he wasn't allowed in her room and he really like wasn't a fan of Lauren until she started dropping food on the floor. And then he was like, okay, I guess she can stay. So I remember specifically there was one time his favorite game was tug of war and Lauren was like maybe five and she desperately wanted to play tug of war with him. And so like, he looked at me and I said, go ahead. And he like picks the towel up and she pulls on it. And he, I mean, like not even like half strength pulls on it. And she goes flying off the couch and she like drops it like it was on fire and ran away. So oh. I was like trying to tell Lauren, like, what you basically had was a really protective guard dog. Yeah, basically. I mean, he kept you safe. He personally feels like he raised you better than I did. So, you know, I was like, you just kind of have to remember it for that. So, like, now she wants the puppy experience. And I was like, puppies are kind of like a lot of work. Like, it's like, I just don't know if I'm up for puppy. Am I up for puppy? I don't know. Oh, you know what? What the heck is going on with the Westy Ellen and Lorever fandom as of late? What do you mean? Well, I feel like, like, okay, here's what I'm feeling like is going on. Like, the Elysee fandom, we just exist. We exist in our joy. the fact that we still exist. They convinced themselves that as soon as Arrow was done, we were going to vanish like farts in a wind. And we haven't, and that I drives just, them nuts. Like, we're reading our fic, we're watching our YouTube vids, we're enjoying our twi- our tweets together. Like, we're, we we knew we weren't going anywhere. And they come out of the woodwork, like, swinging. And I'm like, we're... well, if you're going to take a swing, we're going to swing back. Like, just, bitches, sit down. Like, what is your problem? Like, the West Allen fandom, it was about polls. Somebody tweeted about, like, how West Allen won all these Twitter polls and Elicity could, like, never win any polls. Well, what happened was, <laughs> West Allen won one of those, like, retweet Twitter polls or whatever. No, maybe like, it was a... Twitter polls, like, 
Maybe it was a, a, a pole pole. Anyhow, it was a Twitter poll. I literally pole. think it was like a West Allen fan made a couple Twitter polls. They made they made some Twitter <laughs> polls, and they never hit our fandom. I ignore no. half the ones that hit our fandom anyway. Right. Like, but it, I, I don't mean, there's think constant Twitter polls. I don't. There's always a Twitter poll. As soon as yeah. one Twitter poll ends, another Twitter poll takes its place. It's, it's right. never ending. Right. And it's like, we already know that we're the best, and we don't need to constantly do like, Twitter polls to prove it. But right, they, they're, they like, out to prove something. And so they won one. And this one person was so fucking excited that they won, and Elicity didn't even place in the top ten or some nonsense. So they thought they were, they would get brave. <laughs> <laughs> And instead of just being like, hey, I'm so glad our ship won. I love West Allen. Yay. We're all awesome. Great guys. Great job, guys. They sat there and were like, we're going to use this to shove it down Elicity's throat. And I'm like, that's the wrong thing to do. But see, what like- you should have done is just sat there and ate your food. You know, right. you just enjoy your win. But you, you riled up. You rile us up, and then we're gonna make sure that you never win another just Twitter poll again. Poke, yeah, just don't poke the fucking bear. Well, let you have your little thirty, like what was it? Those like thirty-three like, votes. Like, thirty-three votes. Sure, we'll let you have one. Okay, asshole. We don't care that we don't much. Care. But like you, you start coming after us, and but the, you throw hands. Their whole, their whole reasoning why why they won and we lost was because our show was no longer on the air. Oh, give me a break! We're at like half power. I would say fandom wise, we're at like half power, we and we can still we clean can their sit on them at half power. Oh my easy. god, it's you know, it's challenge, and it's just like, oh, honey, no, but for starters, no show has been on since spring. Okay. I feel so bad for Over people that or have not, nothing is camera. on right now. <laughs> like we've ended in January, you stop getting new episodes in April. Like it's let's not get too brave here. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> yeah, it was just really shocking to me because I was like, first of all, like you can like pick in a fight with us about. I mean, there's a whole host of things that they're going to pick fights with us about and lose. But I feel like it's a particularly poor choice to choose contest and polls well right because we clean up like a motherfucker on those like we are literally the two-time mtv ship of the year we won that winners that one year it's like they're like oh but that was only back that was back when you were still on the air now you're not so you won't win anything anymore and it's like no we will tv guide just ranked us number one couple right like two days before we were ranked number one cw couple and they're like, and oh, we want a Twitter poll, though. And it's like, okay. Okay, honey. <laughs> that was circulated <laughs> among West Allen fans, uh, fans and then Soccer Patrol Shock, Barry, and I just won. Like, okay. They're so stupid. <laughs> like, just don't make us bring receipts because we're going to, like, com- completely trounce you and then it's just embarrassing for you. So stop embarrassing yourself, stay in your lane, and leave us alone. Right? It's not and hard. Enjoy your win and yeah, leave it. Fucking Laurel Lance fans that got uppity too, and we had to smack them back down. It's like stop getting uppity. Your fan has been like dead since forever. Just calm down. Well, it's just like guys, settle it's down. already. And it's and okay. already, we did get some questions. <gasps> Yay! 
And... Oh, my God. Oh, that was so scary. I just saw Harrison Ford was trending, and I was like, no. No. Don't you even It's just his birthday. Oh, my God. That was so fucking scary. Don't scare me like that, Twitter. They need to, like, put, like, a note on something that's trending. Seriously, I just saw somebody. Look, people, you need to give me an advance warning. On any day, you're going to make Harrison Ford trend, even on his birthday. Maybe a pre-birthday Harrison Ford is fine or something. Fucking (laughs) retweeting that shit. (laughs) God. <sighs> oh, that was really scary. It is okay. scary. Back to questions. Okay. Back to the questions. Oh, we've got a question from Jen. She's our first question. Soul sister. Are either of y'all watching Stargirl? I don't no. even know what Stargirl is. Stargirl is on the CW. Is it? It's on the CW, but I also think it's on like HBO Max or something. I it's like a combo. I've heard not a thing about it. I really want to re- watch it, and I want to watch it because Jen told me to watch it, so oh. <laughs> it's on my list. <laughs> so, I probably really will not watch it. Like it though, and we almost always love the same shit. Also, Jen, I will announce here that I watched the first episode of Community, and it was hilarious. So. <laughs> you are gonna make her very happy with that. I know. Literally it's taken her five years. Five years to get her to get me to watch uh community. I can be kind of a pain, so <laughs> she also asked how many times have we watched Hamilton? Oh wasn't that just the best? I still can't get over the fact that I can just watch that whenever I want. I gotta be honest with you, for like uh, for in terms of like bringing the country together i really felt like there was some harmony over this july 4th weekend because everybody and their mother was watching hamilton together it was lovely wasn't it yeah it was really great and i was just very happy so like i i've seen hamilton twice so i i saw it on broadway but i we missed lynn he had retired off of he had left the show so that was kind of a bummer um, but I, I think, and then I think the guy who was playing Burr had always also left, but there were some principal cast members, um, still there. And then I saw it, uh, when it was, uh, uh, traveling in Minneapolis and all of them are amazing. I saw it in San Francisco, the traveling mm-hmm. and that cast was very good. And I also admit I did see the bootleg. But you know what? A bootleg ain't ain't all that. Well, yeah. I mean, if it, if it's a bootleg, the filming is no going to be nowhere no. near. Yeah. But I, mean, I had to. You know, yeah. it was like one of those yeah. things. So when I heard that they were filming with the original cast, I got very excited. So I was like, I want to see it good. Well, you and know? also the theater that that they're in, it was interesting. It's a very tiny theater. It didn't feel very big. So no. it was... There, I really don't think there was a bad seat in the house, but on the flip side, it was nice to have all the up close shots, and there's just some emotion that you missed. There was, there was a lot of different, different little things that were nuances. Nuances, yeah. exactly. It was the same with the the theater in San Francisco that I saw. It. In fact, the Orpheum Theater in San Francisco is set up very much like that theater in New York. Okay, so so everything looked exactly. The same, like, even when they, like, showed what the theater looked like, it was, yeah. like, 
it it's set up exactly the same. And again, yeah, it was kind of it's smaller theater, but it's very ornate and old fashioned looking yeah. on the inside, and it's really nifty. But yeah, it felt like a little small, but and it felt very intimate, and there wasn't a bad seat. And I really loved seeing it performed live. So I yes. suggest to anybody that has watched it on Disney Plus and you really like it, and you have a chance somewhere after things actually open up again someday I don't know. to go see it when it comes to your town or something. Go see it because there's nothing like seeing something like that live. I but. tell you what, though. I mean, they should be doing this more often. Oh, my God, yes. Recording. I mean, like, they can't make enough money off a streaming website having it. Like, come on. Well, I why mean, can't it? What's stopping them from creating their own streaming service? There you go. Right. And, and charging a subscription and putting up Broadway right. on there. Like, and you Broadway could make shows. so much money. I, I mean... Television shows seem to be doing okay with it and streaming sites. It just, I, this whole concept that like anybody can see a Broadway show, I think is going to really open up that Hamilton's art form. Hamilton's a pioneer in that yeah, regard. Yeah, to, to people. Because, yeah, I mean, not many people can go to the theater. It's expensive. No. I mean, even the traveling shows, I mean, going to see a show in Minneapolis was cost prohibitive. You know, and there's well, shoot, San Francisco. It. People had to be that buying it like the day it was released, and the tickets they were, you know, what I consider affordable, isn't going to be considered affordable to somebody else, right? You exactly. Know what I mean? And it's it's like, yeah, this makes it accessible. It and does make it theater accessible. Theater should be accessible. I'd love to see Hades Town. You know, I mean, Hades Town isn't coming to Reno anytime soon. I'd I'm like trying to, to think of the only thing that came close to what happened to the Hamilton thing was they did a 20th anniversary of Les Mis and they had like um, kind of like the best of the best actors come back and sing and act, but it really wasn't like acting out the full. Uh, didn't they played. do something similar like that with Rent when they brought they might have done that with Rent too. they brought the originals back or something yeah unless you're going to see it made into a movie which is What's... not the same as seeing no. it on a, a musical I just don't know how most people are going to ever see this stuff You know, I just think they need to do what they did with Hamilton instead of just being like let's make this a major motion picture like film it actually performed on the stage, not yes, yeah. Don't not a, a live action adaptation. Right, I don't want to see a movie. Like no. actually allow people to see it on stage because theater is a whole other. It's a whole other thing. thing, and honestly, I feel like more people would have an appreciation for it if they could easily see it like that. Right, exactly. It's exactly. not gonna. It's not gonna dissuade people from going to see performances live. If anything, it's gonna have the opposite effect. Right. So. Well, and I like what Lynn said too, because like they have a little documentary too. Yeah, I watched were... that last night. Because I did notice yeah. there was some complaining, you know, how Alexander Hamilton, you know, were, you know, that the 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 musical isn't historically accurate. You know what I mean? And that Alexander was like, "Were no you shit thinking it yeah, was gonna was be?" Like, <laughs> and Lynn addresses it. Lynn addresses it in the documentary that yeah, these were imperfect people that. You know, and he wanted to include everything, but he, you know, he had to eventually cut it down into lyrics that made sense. So he did. I would highly recommend like um, 
Let's Watching not get salty about like, oh, we shouldn't be glorifying the forefathers. It's not really if you watch it. It's no, I actually really. think I don't. I to me, if you're gonna if if you're glorifying a character, the character that is glorified is Eliza. Right, Eliza is the fucking hero. Eliza's the shit. So to me, and I think if you're looking back at Eliza's life, I think that's probably a good person to do that with. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, I wouldn't say like. To me, Alexander Hamilton, the portrayal that Lynn does is that he's really a person that can't get out of his own way. Right. He's constantly just like, oh, my God, I love it. Sticking so his foot into it. And he just, was completely you know. flawed. And that's what made right. it so it good. Was, exactly. But he had all of these. Well, and I guess that's my thing. It's like, you know, the the founding fathers were terribly fought flawed and made horrible mistakes and did horrible things but yet they also had these ideals that uh they tried to build the country around and you know the country is still trying and failing to live up to those ideals but that doesn't mean that the ideals are not worth pursuing That's right how i well it's not like well it's been this meant long and we haven't we haven't achieved perfection yet let's give up it's like no, no, I no, mean, no, no, no. america <laughs> ongoing experiment keep going, I don't think, keep going. yeah i don't think it will ever be fully complete i don't think that that's that's not really the nature of if we want to get into some philosophical stuff of democracy you know what <laughs> it's I mean? too so, early it's a monday yeah, like, like, dad we need bros to start doing this like, so but it's really i really really love what lynn said in the documentary so watch that too yeah, the documentary, they all said really good things. They all said really, 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 really good stuff. So. Like, Shell and I were watching it and we're like, damn, that's a good point. Damn, that's a good I point. Know. Damn, oh, that's that's good point. Well, and I did not see the actress who had played Eliza. I had a different Eliza and she was like, oh my God. I think Eliza is my favorite character. I've been thinking about this. She's like, absolutely favorite. Shell's favorite. Like, I absolutely. love Jefferson because that actor is so. David is amazing. And he's just really he's good in just, it. Just... But I think, like, in, in terms of, like, emotional, Eliza is pretty much the best thing that has ever happened. I think I, I don't know who my favorite is, to be honest. I couldn't, I couldn't tell you. It's hard. It's like trying to pick your favorite kid. I can't. It's, it's too hard. I love them all. They're all my babies. I will tell <laughs> you. So my daughter, I, like, she just, like, discovered Hamilton all on her own all of a sudden she was just like singing the songs and I was like where did you where did you get that she's like YouTube (laughs) okay and so she was like literally counting down the days until that is so cool she was so excited and so she didn't quite follow along what was happening with Hamilton during the how do I say no to this (laughs) she was like what's going on here and then we're like oh he's gonna have an affair and she's like what's an affair and then and you're like oh honey and she's like, you're like oh my god it was really funny watching her reaction to it it was pretty it was pretty hilarious so but yeah no she loved it she loved it and i would say like my big mistake when i saw it on broadway is i hadn't listened to it before we went you have to and the lyrics yeah. are so hard to like capture I think Lynn is a better rapper than the guy that we had, but the guy that we had has a more uh, has, has a better voice for ballads. 
the thing is, is, and this is why I told Shelby, you know, before, before it came out, I was like, you have to, li- you know, you need to listen to it before. Yeah. Really. It really helps to have listened to Hamilton before you watch it. Yes. Yes. I would say of any show, cause I had, I had listened to uh, musicals before seeing them, but then like, I don't enjoy, cause I'm so used to the recording that I don't enjoy the show as much. So I was like, Oh, I'll just do the opposite with this one. And it was like the one show that I needed to like listen right. to. Right. You should have talked to me. I know. It, I needed to run past you. I had a whole plan and I was very confident in my plan that this is the plan. That your plan sucks. <laughs> You're like, your plan sucks. That's why I'm not allowed to make decisions. <laughs> Cal just has to make them for me. Honestly, I stumbled on it by accident. I was like, well, I'm going to listen to it. Yeah. And then I was like, after I listened to it, I'm like, well, now I have to see it. But like, that's how it happened. I if feel if like I'd have had listening... an opportunity to see it without listening to it first, I probably would have seen it. I feel first. like the Elicity fandom had a lot to do with my discovery of Hamilton. It really did for me because I was in a group chat and there were theater nerds in the group chat yeah the dm group and yep. they were talking about it constantly i'm like what is this thing they keep yeah. talking about it instead yeah. of felicity i'm yeah. so annoyed and then it came out on spotify when they released the the cassette the yeah the, the 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 album oh and i was yeah, like yeah, yeah. all right i'll listen to it yeah and then i listened to it and i'm like oh my god this is amazing <laughs> It really, I mean, when you think about how Lynn weaved that story together, it's kind of a mind blower. And he, I remember I watched a PBS documentary where he would just like go and sit in Alexander Hamilton's house and write. Yes. I was like, oh my God. Like, I just, it's such a, to me, it's such a, and even listening to the other actors, like that is just a part of my brain that I don't have, you know what I mean? <laughs> to like think in music and be able to like, I was thinking of this when um, there's a really good Frozen documentary on Disney Oh yeah, Plus we've been too. watching that. Oh, it's so good. And I just like, it's just amazing to me how like people will say, you know, the writers will be like, this is the scene that's happening. And like these composers will just like come up with this amazing, beautiful song. And I'm like, I just don't function in that no. way. Music in me, the music is something I appreciate. It is not something I, I do not have do. a talent for it. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay. You're a genius and I am not. It's pretty much what you take away from it. You're like, okay, yeah. I'm not a genius. Good to know. I well, felt it's like safe I was pretty confident say, on that, but like, this is for sure. Now I know it. This is, it's safe to say that Lynn Manuel is a genius. I mean, you, you watch Hamilton, yes. you listen to the soundtrack to Moana. I heard that he's also doing another upcoming disney movie and i'm like thank god because i mean seriously so freaking good at it just you know? give that man some jobs that's all i say it's 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 a cry i almost threw something through the tv when he did not win the oscar for the song from moana i was like oh for real he, he needs to have an oscar an he oscar needs, he needs to he needs to well, have i think he's um he's on so the way his- to EGOT. Okay, uh, I think he he's making a movie out of his first musical. Yeah, the in did. the heights. In the heights, yeah. So I'm very excited. That was about supposed that. to come out. I think it was supposed to come out. Was it supposed to come out this summer? Yeah, it was supposed to come out like a couple weeks ago, I think. And okay. COVID pushed it, and that's okay. why he moved up Hamilton because. Okay. 
He wanted to put something out. I'm just... I'm a little frustrated with the streaming sites. Are you? I feel like it, it feels like we need to consolidate a little bit better. Instead okay, but... of everybody having their own streaming site, maybe right. like, like pick one. Consolidate. Like pick one and then like put new shit on it much more frequently. Right? Because like I feel like in the beginning there was like all these promises from the streaming sites and I might have just hallucinated this but I feel like there were promises made of like oh we're going to be releasing new stuff for you guys much faster and there'll be like in theater releases and I'm like I got none of that's happening. None of it's happening. Isn't there, isn't but also, let's let's recognize that the streaming sites are getting us through COVID. I mean, I appreciate them. It's like kind of like some people who are getting like pissed at Amazon. Like, listen, Amazon is Am- basically our fucking lifeline, guys. You know, it's, Bezos it needs it to to give up some of his money, but at sure, the same I time, mean, can he rebuild thank God Det- for Amazon? Right? Can Bezos? Can he rebuild Detroit? Sure. Yeah. He could rebuild a lot of things. But also, the reason why he can't is because he has the one company that's like literally making the world survive right now. So, it's, yeah, it's a little messy. Um, I feel like, I just feel like the streaming sites need to be coming up with, like, I was feeling like there would be more theater releases on the streaming sites. You mean like, oh, but all those, all the, the big budget movies, they all, they all are waiting because they want to release them into movie theaters and make more money. Here's That's what this boils down to. the only reason. This Which is, is why I have all the respect for Disney with Onward and Hamilton right? and everything. That they were like, you know what? We're just going to give it to you now. The and source I'm like, of my frustration. <laughs> the source you. of my frustration is I really want to see Wonder Woman. I do too. And it's like, why? Why are you holding on to it? And it's fucking pissing me off that they just haven't released it on Netflix or something. I'm a nice person. I deserve nice things. I just want to see Wonder Woman. Seriously. It takes place in the 80s. It's made for me. Jerks. Did you see that there was more dragging of Joss Whedon from the guy who was in... I don't... Yeah, I think I did. He was like, he's basically Joss Whedon is a horrible person, which... You know, we've been new. We've been new, but you know, it's always good. To... Speaking of streaming sites, we recently bought a Mac, an iMac, hmm. because I needed a computer for my desk in the office that we're setting up. Because so I have a laptop, but it's not an especially mobile laptop, and I need to have the laptop by the TV so that when I'm sitting by the TV, I have my laptop. That's like where I do my most of my computing. Mm-hmm. But like, I'd also like to have an office. So that if I want to go right in the office, I can. And it's I like, like it. But like at the same time, when we were researching computers, I was like, so my laptop is a Mac and I'm not going to be able to go between the laptop and a PC computer. Mm-hmm. That's not, not going to work. And I'm like, we're going to need to get a Mac. And so my mm-hmm. husband agreed. And so we got this Mac mm-hmm. we, with, with the idea that, hey, chances are, our children are going to be doing school from home in the fall. And last spring, my daughter used my husband's laptop, but it was an imperfect solution. So right like, th- now she can sit at a desk. It has a camera for Zoom. You know, it's it's it'll be perfect for her to do classwork on. And, yeah. And so we got this thing. And then like a couple of days later, I got an email saying, hey, here's one year of Apple Plus, Apple TV Plus. Oh, like, for real? 
I was like, oh what? God. And they're like, because you brought it back. And I'm like, really? Nobody told me about that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I got Apple TV. <laughs> no idea that was part of it. Oh, so that's funny. There's, there, that's just word for the wise, guys. If you're buying a new Mac, you get some Apple TV. I had like a very brief foray to the Apple TV, and I watched the Reese Witherspoon, Jennifer Aniston show. Yeah. I it was guess good. I have I have I to watch that. Yeah, I got a year of this stuff, so I have That's a year amazing. to watch stuff. Well, watch that one because it's okay. pretty damn good. All right. Um, what <laughs> else? Okay, so Jen wants to know what we're watching. Lots of questions about mm. what we're watching. Oh, what Cal and I are watching is uh, it's on HBO. It's a documentary. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be gone in the dark. I'll be gone in the dark. And so it's about Patton Oswald's wife who passed away. Why am I not remembering her name? Michelle Anyway, Yes. She was a true crime um, author and investigator who was looking into the Golden Gate. Golden uh, State. Golden no. State. Yeah. <laughs> See, here's Which is name. like one of the most prolific rapists and serial killers. I remember history. like in the 80s. I remember people talking about this. Yeah. Because he was the East area rapist for he was the east area rapist and then he moved to southern california the the newest episode went up last night oh Um, Oh, okay i gotta watch it and um and the latest episode went up and he moved down to southern california when he moved to southern california is when he started killing and he was called different names like gold i don't think i think golden state killer was like a fairly new one i think she She, i think she gave him that but yeah east area rapist and then it was the night stalker the Night Stalker. And I, I remember, remember hearing about East Area about when I was The a Night kid. Stalker when I was a little kid. It was like the boogeyman story that oh, they told little kids. I mean, as soon as I was old enough to know what the rape was, I you heard about the East Area Rapist and how he's never been caught. Well, there was always this, this thing that kids would talk about with like, you know, phone calls where people just breathe on the phone. Yes. And, and the hang-ups. Yep. And yep. Like, all this stuff. And I'm like, man, I remember I grew up in that culture. And I was, you know, yep. it was, it's so weird to watch this documentary that's like going back over this stuff. And I'm like, I remember this. Like, not this specifically, but I just remember that this was just what everybody knew and talked it, about. It was literally the boogeyman. Like you, yeah, basically. Like if, literally yeah. the boogeyman. If you were if you were a female home alone, this is the this is what you feared happening. Well, and the guy. scary thing I feel like with him is that a lot of times if the husband is home, he'd just tie up the husband and leave well, him Well, and he like, like it, so like the newspapers, like it was just it was just women alone for a long time and then the newspaper says he never attacks when there's a man. So at he home. goes then, and started going, yeah. yeah. Start, so like not only is he out there, but you know he's you everyone knew he was reading these articles and it, like if the media antagonized him a little bit. Like there was one story I remember that it was like at a a community hall meeting about him and how the a, a husband said, well, you know, if I was home, there's no way, you know, he could rape my wife. And he literally raped that guy's wife, like within the next week. And he, that guy was home. It was, it's like, that's fucked up. Well, wait, this you, guy need to watch, so... you need to watch the third episode. Because okay. This is the one where he starts killing. Okay. Well, cause everyone's like, she's, guys we have to take a dark turn listen i am like okay so 
she is like this amazing true crime author and she had a blog and so like after she's done playing with their little kid and like she goes and stays up till two o'clock in the morning uh researching the east area rapist and she was trying to solve it and writing this book but you know what she got she got in so deep and she was so obsessed in it and that's ultimately what brought her down yeah this third episode jen is gonna miss does that get into it because I, how did she, how did, she dies, by the way. Uh, how, how did she die? I thought. She did, um, she had an undisclosed medical condition that she didn't know about. And she had taken like a combination of like sleeping pills and such. Okay. And so died like, in their sleep. Okay. Oh, it was a heart condition. That was it. And then she'd taken like Xanax or some kind of sleeping yeah, and it like because mixed wrong. That's that's where the third episode left off. Is it like you can see she's starting to really to unravel? Spiral. Her God, this sleep is like is Heath, affected. This is like Heath Ledger, you know, because he got so into the Joker and kind of yeah. like could not come out of that. But yeah, I mean, I can see it. Like you can go down a very dark rabbit hole trying to search. Like, and, and I that's just what watched Dateline. Yeah. I just watched Dateline. Okay, I don't like get into this. Oh, let's. <laughs> Like, let's investigate a serial killer. This like, is like bad. if we put our Elicity sleuthing to real life crime. I mean, you and me, Cal, we could get some shit done, I feel like. But <laughs> I'm too terrified. I don't want to know. Like, the fucked up shit you have to read in order to, like, investigate these guys. Oh, yeah. Pass. I would Terrifying. have the worst nightmares. I would Terrifying. just be like, well, like, I would make... <laughs> Like, I stay up till, like, 2 o'clock in the morning watching Dateline, but I have my 90-pound dog next to me. Okay. And I, oh, I not anymore. the Dateline uh, shit's already solved. Yeah. You know the one that's really scary? Hmm. Unsolved Mysteries. I'm still watching that. Um, We have 29 minutes left. Oh, okay. Let's go to our other ones. Okay. Uh... <laughs> oh, also, what to watch is uh, Palm Beach on Hulu. Or not, Palm Springs. Oh, that's Springs. right. I gotta watch that Palm one. Springs on Hulu. It's Andy Samberg gotta watch it guys it's so good also good on netflix the um the old guard very oh, good. oh was that good that just came out oh, yesterday didn't it it's really really good you should watch it yes watch, watch, watch. Right all right <laughs> going back to questions have you all read the night huntress series by Jeannie frost it is the I book have series heard of it well that sounds kind of good it's the series equivalent of buffy Night Huntress. You know what I've been reading and what I got from fellow uh, Elicity fans? There's a series of books. I don't know how to pronounce the the author's name. Nalini Singh? Mm -hmm. Anyhow, it's called the Psy Changeling series. The Psy Changeling, okay. P-S-Y Changeling. And they were talking about it so much that like me being a little eavesdropper i'm like "Hmm, i guess i'll go check this out and i read the first book and i was like oh my god okay i'm gonna get it (laughs) and so now i'm just like totally head first into it it's really good so those are good books okay oh people were notifying us a lot this is a little bit further back but people were notifying us a lot of the dragging of uh, uh barry allen that was taking place in some news articles (laughs) <laughs> There's a lot of like, uh, you know how they were like tweeting the villain and then the actual villain pictures. So, yeah, like, yeah. So, yeah. Rest so there was a lot game. of like burying yeah. the actual villain. And I'm just saying, speak your truth, people. It's true. It's, it's correct. No lies. 
I mean, here's the other thing. Like, I gotta take away from like the West Allen fandom. Like, like you have to claim Barry as half your shit. Yeah. At least Oliver is good. Like, our bad is the actor, not the right. Character. But like, the character is pretty solid. The character's fine. Barry the is piece of shit. Is the absolute worst, and you yeah. have to claim him for fifty percent of your ship. That sucks. No wonder you're all bitter. <laughs> Fucking kidding. All right, Oz. So, girls, any chance that Mark would release the missing Elicity scene from Seven Hundred Eight? What missing Elicity scene from Seven Hundred Eight? Oh, everybody's convinced that they filmed a sex scene in Seven Hundred Eight. I mean, I can ask him. I didn't. I didn't think that they did, but I, I can see what he says. You never know. Um, I, I I just love how it's become common knowledge. Well, clearly there's no. Nah. Yeah, so there's film sex scenes that they haven't aired. Uh, maybe I'd be a little surprised if they didn't air it if they have it filmed. Right. Like if they got Steve and Emily to agree to do one and then they filmed it, I just feel like very strongly that that would be content that they would air. <laughs> sex sells you. Um, okay, everyone wants to know what we're watching. Oh, what did I watch? I've been watching a lot of war movies. Like, all the super patriotic stuff. Um, there was a movie that we watched on the Apple TV Plus last night that was called Greyhound, and it's starring Tom Hanks, and it's about this ship trying to cross the Atlantic during World War II. And it was very intense it's a short movie but it's very intense good i watched the outpost that was it's a story it's got it's got uh clint eastwood's son in it and he's so much clint eastwood's son like i know the guy is not trying to sound or act like his dad he just is (laughs) it's crazy so it's about the uh there was an outpost in the Afghanistan war where it was basically at the bottom of a valley and they had Taliban on the um up on the hills surrounding it. So basically they were sitting ducks and it was about the unit. They're the most You told me about this. This sounds yeah. like a horrible movie. It was like well, because like they open it, I'll just give you guys a little spoiler so you know what's going on. Like they open it with them saying that the analysts would call this outpost Camp Custer because everybody's gonna die. It was it, and like when you see it where it's at, it's very difficult to fathom why the hell the army thought this was a necessary place to put an outpost so this unit of boys is this, i'm not going to call them men because they were all basically infants um is like the most decorated uh unit from the afghanistan war because they were in some shit y'all it was bad um I'm... oh i watched my spy that's a really funny one um, I watched My Spy on Amazon. Great movie to watch with kids. And then Jim Jeffries special on Netflix was pretty Oh, funny yes. Too. Jim Jeffries. He's always hilarious, though. He's pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. I've, I, we watch comedy like it's going out of style. It's ridiculous. Um, Kara asked us our opinions on the Arrow spinoff. Oh, yes. Hi, Kara. Um, 
Like, yeah, I, I don't think it's dead in the water in any way, shape, or form. They're not really doing much with anything right now because everything is so up in the air. I think honestly, COVID has fucked up a lot of stuff. Like, so I, I don't, I don't, don't look at any like at one particular thing and seeing, oh, it's a personal, you know, it's 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 on purpose that this hasn't been announced. Yet. It's like nothing. Everything's dead in the water right now. Look at Steve's little show. Like, have you heard anything about that? Nothing. Either? Right. Nothing. Well, so just, yeah, I mean, I we're trotting in place. I kind of saw some <laughs> rumblings out on Twitter. I was over the last few weeks of like people seem to think it's dead, and I that don't think anything's. I dead. don't think anything's dead. I think it's still it, we're in the same middling point we were always at. I'm still not sure if I wanted to get picked up or not. <laughs> like, I don't I know. Mean, I do. I don't know I if I do or not. Really I want to have it. It's 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 kind of goofy because it's not like I I'm really planning on watching it anyway. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, I kind of like to see Elicity's daughter get a spinoff. But at the same time, do I want to see the birds get more attention? Not necessarily. Not so necessarily. Like, I'm just like, eh. If it does, it does. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You know, it's like I. I Here's the best like part of it. Here's the best part of it that I feel like the good news is, is I feel like Arrow did not um they they left that door open but they closed it too. So it's like you can imagine that, you know, if it doesn't get picked up, we can imagine Mia went back to the city and the kids are saving the city and it's the same you yeah. know what I mean? So and then you know that opens up fan fiction and stuff. But I don't I have I until there's like a formal announcement nothing's dead in terms of what I think, but that's just me. I think it'll probably get picked up, but I don't I don't know. I don't yeah. care. I don't, I, I, I feel like I just don't have a dog in this fight, so I can't really speculate on it. Like, I just, I don't know. I don't care. Yeah, I, I mean, know. I'll be bummed if it doesn't get picked up, because I'm, but I'm not excited about, here's, I have, I'm torn, because I'm, I'm very, I'm very excited about the the uh the you know new team arrow or right not, right new team arrow that's but the like, only thing that would make me even right but am i excited it. about 50 percent of canaries no no and like that's basically been my position like i'm gonna watch it if it's on the air but could i would i prefer it to be without the canaries in it yes i feel like combining these two separate shows it's like trying to was mix a, oil and water. Yeah, it was a terrible idea. And I don't know whose idea it was, but it was awful. And <laughs> it just didn't work, you know? And I just, I wish they had just stuck with what they had in 716. Now, here's here's one thing that could get me in, excited about it. And this is bleeds into Infinite Canvas's question. She brought up a quote from a recent interview with Ben Lewis. Mm-hmm. Where where he said, I would love to see a same-sex relationship explored at the same depth we saw from Elicity in the spinoff. And I was like, God bless you, Ben Lewis. I love you so yeah. much. It's, it's, if, if I want there to be a spinoff for any reason, it's for Ben Lewis. Like, I <laughs> really, really, really want, just because I have this whole Shadowhunters thing, and Tasha reminded me of it. Thank you, Tasha. For Ben Lewis's boyfriend, for William's boyfriend, I want Matthew Daddario. <laughs> you know what listen that man I think, on a stick have you seen him holy shit i think i think giving william a relationship that is given the same kind of focus as elicity would be such a good idea 
Like, yeah, it would definitely a good be, idea. yeah, I would definitely, you know, and that's, I mean, that's very much like the shadow hunters, like, you know, sure. In shadow hunters, it was Jason Clary who were like the main romance, but the ship that everybody loved and was invested in was Malik. So, see, and that's what we need to see yeah. from this. And just, no fucking birds. Get rid of them. the fucking birds. <laughs> who needs them? Um, oh, yeah. I kind of briefly talked to you about this the other day. Um, so Karina McKenzie was, or yeah, what's her last name? Karina McKenzie. McKenzie, I was right. She was resigning from uh, Roswell. The did she resign reason... her her contract with the network too? With the network, yeah, her <laughs> development deal. Okay. So uh, also, all right. So the only reason why this is relevant to us is I don't not, watch fucking. It's, it's not, not relevant. <laughs> it's, not, it's not fucking relevant at all. But somehow no. we've been roped into this because so Karina McKenzie is peripheral to the Arrow fandom because she's friends with Steve and Emily and so like she's just kind of like around but like she's a showrunner for a show that I don't think anybody (laughs) in the Arrow fandom watches but this is kind of like she has been she has been part of my fandom experience since like the Vampire Diaries so like I have a longer history with her than Callie does so she kind of has this she was a writer for Zap It and she got to be really buddy-buddy with the Vampire's Diaries uh, cast. She got to be friends with Julie Plagg. Julie Plagg gave her um, a writing shot, I think, on the originals. And then she left the originals um, to run her own show, and she rebooted Roswell. And she got a, she got a two-year development, or, um, or not maybe two-year. Anyway, she got a, a development deal out of it, too. So... They announce, she announces that she's resigning from her position as showrunner because of, you know, there were some details that were very important to her. And, you know, like she made it sound like she was, she was resigning out of a moral kind of like stance. But what was crazy about it was there was this article on the Hollywood Reporter. Like, I have never, because you know when this shit happens, it's like, it's like look what, what happened with Ruby Rose. Like, Ruby Rose says she's done being Batwoman, and, like, the CW releases a, a very blanket statement, like, you know, we are so appreciative of Ruby, and it's like, everybody has come to this decision together, you know, and it's all very nice, and this Hollywood Reporter article was, like, a hit piece. Like, she, Karina pissed somebody off really bad, because there was nothing it was like, let's air all the dirty laundry in this Hollywood Reporter article. It was bad. And then after this Hollywood Reporter article comes out, she makes her announcement and she tries to, like, make it sound like, you know, this is all bullshit. But it, so it's really down to you believe Karina is resigning because what, what they said happened was she had a gay sex scene in one of the show in an episode and a a straight sex scene in the same episode and an international um, affiliate cut out the gay sex scene and kept the straight one. And she was furious about this and was tweeting about it. So the CW had to do damage control. So she's making it sound like she's resigning 
over that. But really what it sounds more like is she got fired. So she got fired from her job and she got fired. Um, she lost her development deal. So it's, it's, it's been a very interesting like PR thing to see, you know, how it's culminating. But I know a lot of people in the fandom don't like her. I'm not necessarily a fan, but I'm not like, I'm not wishing bad things on her. You know, I, I don't particularly like her, but it was just kind of a crazy, I was just more blown away by the Hollywood Reporter article because that stuff. The Hollywood Reporter thing was interesting. Here's the thing. I, I. I started not paying attention to Karina right about the time I decided Steve was done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, that's a good, that's a good pair. You know, like, I was just like, yeah, <laughs> just all that. Nyeh. No, I, mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't care. I don't like, I understand I don't... Why, why people don't like her. Oh yeah. It's, it's like people being like, I don't like, Cassandra it's like well no, no nobody does I don't but, I, but like not that. liking her doesn't mean I have to like care what she's doing or not doing or like I'm, I'm not I here to like own her I'm I would like, not have I swear to god I would have not commented on it yeah if it had just come out on like Karina's Instagram oh I'm leaving by the way who the fuck leaves okay she has no the only other thing she has in terms of like her uh, resume is writing on the originals. Right. Who the fuck gives up their they walks don't. away from their executive? Not with how role. excited she was to have that show, right? And seasons and in season three, without having another project to immediately, oh, you know, it's like oh, Julie Plucks leaving the Vampire Diaries because she's launching the originals. You know what I mean? In season four. But would have Julie Puck left the Vampire Diaries if there was no originals? No. It's kind of like, it's like that situation, which is why it's ringing so false with everybody that she she chose to resign over, like, moral issues. What I think happened, here's what I think happened. I think there's been, like the Hollywood Reporter article said, there's been tension between Karina and the WB for a while. I think she pissed off uh, the international affiliate, which that's the money. Because that's how the CW makes their yeah, money. You don't, is you the don't international, right? The... And listen, it's it's she's perfectly within her rights to be upset about them cutting that scene, but um, she should have dealt with it behind the scenes and not on Twitter. You but know what she, I mean? Then she deals with everything out in the open. Yeah, it just it was not. She's it, never been one to censor herself on social. Right, media. exactly. You're like, ooh, I can kind of see how her. Uh, you know, she's not a seasoned pro at all of this. You could see how that might have gotten her into trouble, you know. But it had to be pretty bad in order for them to fire her and to yank. To me, what is the real, that things, that this was coming more from their side of things is the development deal that she lost. Because even if Karina's like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm resigning um, from Roswell because of X, Y, and Z, I still think, you know, there's a chance she would have kept the development deal, but that's just me. Right. You basically, you get to, you get to pick between two stories. You get to pick the Hollywood, Hollywood reporter story, or you get to pick the Karina McKenzie story. I believe the Hollywood reporter, because like there was other stuff too, that was coming out on Twitter that she's not a pleasant person. So which, yeah, I mean, I I haven't been a fan of her since she wrote reviews for the Vampire Diaries, but 
And I think she sticks her note, like she polices fandoms in a way that, you know, isn't necessary. It's kind of like you're inserting yourself into this when you don't really need to. You know what I mean? We get it. You're friends with Emily. It's fine. But stay away. So, yeah. <laughs> so I, I totally understand why people are kind of gleeful uh, the other day. When yeah, they, they, they people are... are... I think there's been a lot of people in our fandom who have tussled with her via Twitter. And, and I think I think that's why they're taking delight is because she's bitten it back at a lot of people in our fandom. And so now they're enjoying what they, they see as her getting back, her karma. Right. I think she's bitten back in not appropriate ways either. Correct. It's not just. Correct. And I've seen her do it too, just in because I'm a I'm apparently a masochist. So I was like, oh, will I watch Roswell? Won't I watch Roswell? And I noticed like there's a there's a lot of people who try to like reach out to her and say, you know, you're you're trying to be an ally, you're trying to like get this message out, but you're not doing it in the right way. And if you criticize anything, she like won't listen to it. You know what I mean? So you know, people who were invested in that show, there were there were criticisms about the show because, you know, there's always criticism about TV. It's an imperfect art form, you know? And her responses to that were not very welcoming, let's just say. So Yeah. Well she's know. what what I thought wasn't wasn't fair is that she deliberately stirred up people who were shipping Stephen and Emily. Yep. She deliberately stir them up, get them going, get them yep. worked up, yep. and then treat them like they were idiots for shipping them. It's like, you're the one that made them, sh- you know, you start, <laughs> you contributed to this. You can't be surprised. My thing with you her, know, too, is it's like. Just, it's, it seemed manipulative to me. My thing with her, too, is, you know, she'll post pictures with Steven or Emily or Jared and Jensen and, oh, look, these are my famous friends. And then people comment on her famous friends and she's like, stop talking about my famous friends. It's like, well, stop posting pictures of them. You don't want people to, like, what the fuck do you think it's going to be? You have to understand that's how people know who you are, Karina. It's social media, you know? There's like a, there's a back and forth that takes place here, Karina. You can't use them and you can't use them for be, for attention. And like, then be it's surprised like that photo they album. The like, people... Jesus. It was yeah, that always drove it. Stop talking about Steve. He's my friend. It's like, okay, well then stop posting pictures of Steve's house. You first. You first. <laughs> Take your it, bitch. It's just like, what the fuck? Honest to God, it was just she does stuff like that, but it's like and then it's just she's so pompous about it and just so arrogant about it. And it's just like and if I had to hear one more time about, oh, we're not posting anything because it's, you know, you know, these are our private relationships and we know we're family and we know we love each other. It's like, okay, you don't need to announce that you're not posting pictures. Just don't post pictures. Just don't post pictures. Need to be a public statement about you it. don't need to do a PR. Right, because then you're still because then you're still using them to get attention. <sighs> <sighs> Listen, it, reading her reviews in the Vampire Diaries was a lot like this. Her logic when it came to Damon, Elena, and Stefan also used to drive me nuts. So, really, at least she's consistently driving me insane for the last decade. I mean, lots of people. So, I that. got it. Like, I was not going to fault any Elizabeth fandom member for being a, a little happy that the karma uh-huh. 
Carmela no. came around and bit her in the ass a little bit. Totally understandable. We get it, guys. I un- go with God. I understand. I don't think anybody needs to be twenty. I'm not. I'm not going to join the pylon, but I'm yeah, also. But I get it. I'm I also not going to decry it. I had like literally been asleep for three days. I woke up. The first thing I saw, because I mean it was fucking <laughs> everywhere, was this Hollywood Reporter article, and I'm like, "What's this?" And I click on it. I'm like, "Holy shit! Who the fuck did she piss off?" Like it was. I have never seen an article like that. The only one that came as close to that was the one on Kreisberg. It feels like her career is nuked. It feels like Kreisberg to me. Like, this was a nuking. It was bad. Because, like, like, normally where the is network gets get out in front now? of this shit. Yeah, and the network gets out in front of this shit, and they release a statement, and it's kind of a protective stance. There was nothing. There was nothing yeah. that I could see or heard from, from the network or anybody. <laughs> and I also noticed that a lot of her cast members were surprisingly quiet. Yep. Like, I wasn't hearing a lot from the leads. And wasn't that where they were saying a lot of the problems were? It was between her and the two leads? So. I know nothing. You can infer what you will. And then I guess uh, Hartley Sawyer was fired from the Flash. Well, he, his, that was like one of those, well, duh. Because right, he was like, a, he, what is he, like Gumby or something on that show? Whatever. He stretches. Um, Yeah, so he had some incredibly horrible, racist, uh, homophobic, I mean, basically just put all your terrible things a person can do (laughs) and put it all in one. Yeah, so they fired him and that's good. Deserve that. Like, I don't know when people are going to start learning that when you put shit on the internet, it lives forever. Just try learning that. You know what I mean? Don't put anything out on the internet that you wouldn't want a stranger to know about you. You know what I mean? It's not that difficult. And also, don't be a racist asshole. Like, that's also a good thing to do. Um... Could it be the case? Future spinoff. Yeah, everybody's just kind of William Love Interest. Okay. Yeah, I think those are all of our questions. Woohoo! We did it! I'm just really down for a Matthew Daddario and Ben Lewis hookup. Fictional hookup. So I think Ben Lewis is married, but yeah. It would, it would be really great. And if 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 the programming gods could smile upon me <laughs> i'm taking another quick pick i'm taking another look at trending twitter and make sure nobody's died within the last hour and a half so far we seem okay seriously i was i was saw a tweet where they're like 2020 is proof that time travel exists because there's somebody going back in time trying to fix things and they keep making it worse <laughs> like like doesn't it feel like that like what is up with this year it's just it's just insanity why is malaria trending oh my god i'm gonna stop reading twitter no more no more twitter for jen it gets too depressing so i was mulling over since nobody's gonna have anything to watch maybe we we could do an arrow we watch starting in september that could be fun. 
An era watch. Oh, Jesus. You have all the episodes memorized anyways. No, it would, it would be like my era we watch because I got to finish the reviews. Okay. Like we could do. You don't have to because you know all the stuff. And we'll talk about some episodes in the podcast. That's kind of in my soft brain of what my future plan is. In terms of people wondering if I am doing the reviews. I should have been getting the reviews done while I was sick but I didn't so do you know what I miss what Felicity Smoke clothes snort I miss I miss when she would wear a new outfit and I would try to hunt it down and wait for it to become a reasonably priced item you just need to find another style icon to shadow it's hard it's hard you can do it the bold type has some cute shit but I looked up a couple of their outfits and they're like $400 sweaters. It's like, well, I can't do that. So, made me sad. <gasps> oh, okay. I don't watch the bold type, but because I was looking at outfits, I found myself embroiled in the latest episode. Can I tell you what happened? Very quickly. Okay, very quickly. <laughs> so, they got their fan favorite couple married. Oh, yeah. And then she got pregnant, then she had a miscarriage, and then she's telling him that she doesn't want to have kids, and they're breaking them up. This is, like, all within, like, three episodes. That's insane. Can you, like, I just get on our hands. I mean, thank God Oliver just lied about a kid, and they didn't do that shit. You know what I mean? Right. Because, like, that's a fixable problem. But, like, this is, like, okay, well, we're diametrically opposed, and we'll never be together. So, sorry, Bolt-type fans. I always just feel like there needs to be an outpouring of sympathy when other people have their ships hosed over. (laughs) But did anybody ever feel sorry for us? No, but I also have, like, my babies are, like, living their immortal life like kings and queens, so. Uh, We're not, we're not hurting over here. We're in good shape. All right, my dear, we are at time. We are at time. We will return, hopefully, not three months later. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it depends. It depends. It depends. But my procedures are done, so there stands a better chance of me having my shit together. Woohoo! Woohoo! Alright, we'll talk later. Alrighty, bye guys. Bye! joining us this week be sure to listen next week subscribe to watch over on itunes or google play and look us up on twitter and tumblr bye